Welcome to Crash Courses by Closer and Closer, a podcast about expanding your creative capacity. Each week, we interview inspiring creatives to help you grow your freelance career. I'm Tristan Almario, and I'm your host today. Let's get to it. morning from Los Angeles, California. Uh, my name is Tristan. I lead artist marketing and partnerships here at Closer and Closer. Um, super, super pumped because today we're going to be doing uh, a little talk with our very own Monique Amy. Um, but with that, I'm going to do a quick little intro for those who just joined in and maybe you don't know who Monique is. Monique is an illustrator and lettering artist from Connecticut and now living in Boston. That's the East Coast. I'm in the West Coast, so we're completely separate sides of America. She studied illustration at Lesley University College of Art and Design in Boston and typography in Melbourne, Australia. Most people say Melbourne, but it's actually Melbourne because all my Australian friends told me it's Melbourne and they give me a look. Uh, she's also a TikTok partner and has amassed quite the following on the platform with 51.7K TikTok followers. Y'all, she, she started with like 200. It was crazy. She grew so much. Um, she creates a, a ton of like art-centric content from lettering tips to advice on how to price projects. So Monique, Amy, it's so good to have you here Question number one, for those who don't know, what kind of content do you make on TikTok? Yeah, um, so well, the content I post is definitely art focused. Um, mm -hmm. I've been trying to do more educational type content, um, like a lot mm -hmm. of tutorials, whether it's how to draw something on Procreate um, or like how to run an online shop and use different uh, platforms like Squarespace. Yeah. Um, and then also just like supportive motivational type stuff, like the stuff I would have mm -hmm. want, wanted to hear when I was a new artist and mm -hmm. maybe fresh out of college. Um, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I post. I feel like well, you're kind of a big sister of the art world on TikTok. <laughs> like I you like let that. everyone know what's what, <laughs> what's helpful, what, how to do certain things. It's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Andrea, what's your favorite Monique TikTok? I just saw the one. Um, if, if you guys don't know, I'm 21, so I'm almost Gen Z. So I'm like the resident TikTok girl on here. Almost but, Gen Z. Yeah, almost Gen Z. I'm right on the cusp, so who knows what I am. But my favorite TikTok is the one where you were animating the, the little strawberry and making oh, it go yeah. splat. That was really cute. And also, I am not an artist, so I know nothing about that. But you made it seem so intuitive and so easy that I was like, oh, I could totally do this. <laughs> oh, awesome. Good. <laughs> Monique, what's your favorite TikTok that you've done? Um, well, so the I consider it my first one. It's not actually my first one. It's probably my seventh. Um, but it was the first one I did when I did the like TikTok Creative Learning Fund. Um, mm -hmm. And... So I realized like, oh, I need to actually do an intro video and mm -hmm. talk about what I am trying to achieve here. And mm -hmm. I actually took, I, I um, recorded myself a couple times with that one. I did like a very official one. And then last second I changed it and I just recorded it all over again. And it was, I think, a lot smoother and like lighthearted because I did the second recording. Mm -hmm. um, and that one blew up and yeah. like really 
helps my TikTok following and all of that. Um, I think that's my favorite just because, like, I changed it last second. Yeah. I made it more casual, and it did well because of that. That's interesting. And I guess for context for the listeners, it's interesting. So, Monique, you had started with, like, 200 followers on TikTok. Uh, you, you were, you know, we worked with TikTok. Um, the executives there were like, Hey, we're starting this new career development program. And they saw our roster at closer and closer. And you and Jaren Vogel were the ones that adopted TikTok. And it's crazy because I feel like TikTok is kind of known as a lot of like dancing memes or <laughs> really, I'm just going to say interesting content. Yeah. Um, uh, so as you, as an artist wanted to make that hop over into doing uh, TikTok, it might've been pretty intimidating. Uh, but so I want to just get context from you prior to TikTok. What was your relationship with social media before you like did TikTok? Oh yeah. Um, so it was mostly, uh, Instagram focused before TikTok. Mm, um, right. I have other things like Behance and Dribble, Um, but those are mm -hmm. more like portfolio sites that I don't update quite as regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, but Instagram, I had been working hard on, I would say, um, since college and yeah and yeah I like oh. posting on Instagram I still like I still enjoy using it but different mm -hmm. different feel it's interesting so you used to you also used to get like as an artist as a freelance illustrator you used to get inquiries on Instagram like people hitting you up for work yes. now since you made that hop into like TikTok which I don't know like do you think that might have helped you know, your artist brand and expand like your, your reach? Yeah, I do think it's expanding my reach. Um, I know I've gotten at least one or two inquiries mm -hmm. through TikTok already. Um, and then wow. also because TikTok is easily connected to your Instagram, it's helped grow mm -hmm. that following as well. Um, so I kind of like, yeah, you have, what? you have two options to connect your Instagram and I think YouTube. Um, so yeah, people very easily can go to your profile and then click your Instagram. Interesting. Um, so having TikTok has helped my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. Yeah. What was it? So you made, you made the hop to TikTok obviously, mm -hmm. but what was it about TikTok that like drew you to that platform? Cause again, as we said before, primarily known as a bunch of funny memes and yeah. all that stuff. And so, and then outside of being a part of this career development program that, you know, that took the team at TikTok was doing, but what, what drew you to it and made you want to create the content there? Yeah. Um, I was a little bit interested because I had seen some of my peers and other artists start making mm -hmm. the hop over to TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. So I like... I was keeping kind of like a skeptical eye out, <laughs> like mm -hmm. kind of sus, like what is this new platform? <laughs> um, right. But also like maybe I'll hop over. So I, ha I had my eye on it and for a while I was on there not posting anything, like just being a creep watching everyone else, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is totally right. fine. Um, so I think that also helped just have a background understanding of like the kind of content that is on TikTok and the types of videos and kind of like how mm -hmm. the videos are edited as well. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, seeing other creatives start making the hop over definitely helped me think about doing that myself. Um, I love it. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's cool. TikTok is just a wild west, I believe. It is. Um, what are some of the things that, you know, you were working with the team directly at TikTok. What were some of the things that you were taught that you didn't know about TikTok before that's really helped like your content, especially as a freelance illustrator? Um, I mean, specifically through the program, I was learning like to have shorter videos. That was better. I think 15 seconds is the sweet spot, which like, mm. <laughs> honestly, almost none of my videos are quite, they're, they're more like one minute. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good to know that that is, you know, shorter is better. All the attention spans mm -hmm. are super short, so might as well have short yeah. videos. Um, that was helpful. Um, knowing about, like, good lighting and tripods oh. was good. Yeah, I had a tripod before. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty janky, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't even know that you used those to create your TikToks because it seems so... I feel like when I watch your TikToks, they seem so personable and just casual. And it really sounds like I'm just talking one-on-one -on -one with you. So it's interesting to know kind of everything that goes behind creating oh, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, not all my videos have them, but definitely like the one you're talking about, the strawberry one, like the above mm -hmm. shot, um, that was definitely a tripod. Awesome. Um, so do you think that there's, I don't know, do you think that people kind of see TikTok in that way? Like they understand that, how much work goes into one because I feel like I personally when I think of TikTok I think of my little sister propping it up on the mirror <laughs> and just doing a little dance so do you think that there's kind of those misconceptions and then um how did you kind of I know that you learned a lot of it through the creator program but how did you kind of adapt and learn all of those tips and tricks yeah um I think I mean, there's definitely a lot of videos on TikTok that you're right. It's like they just they just did it and won it and it works. Um, I think I think there is a lot more work that goes into even videos that you think are, you know, they did in one shot. There probably is a lot more work to it. Yeah. Um, even sometimes I'll record the same thing over and over and it's like it's been an hour that I'm recording the same thing over and over, but I'm trying to get, like, the right feel to it. Because, yeah. yeah, part of it is you don't want to sound, like, super formal, super, like, scripted. Definitely. So, I mean, it does help to practice and say the same thing over and over so that by the end you're just, like, not even thinking about what you're saying. And yeah, it just kind of makes more sense. Um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fascinating. I love hearing everything that goes into it just because you know when you're on the other side you don't really see any of that yeah um, true but yeah so also specifically being an artist on tiktok do you feel like there's major differences or do you feel um i don't know because i think there's every niche on tiktok is so different that different things kind of go into creating each kind of content so is there anything specifically about kind of like art tiktok or artist tiktok that um I don't know, that's a little bit different or that people might not realize that you have to do or think about when creating content? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think art TikTok is a lot of process shots, um, mm -hmm. which can be tricky to get depending on what medium you use. Um, so that's yeah. definitely where the tripod is helpful. <laughs> um, I think also with artist TikTok, there's a lot of like challenges or like audio you can find and then apply to your own art, um, which I haven't done a ton with, but I'm, I do want to do eventually. Um, and I do like that part of TikTok. You can take someone else's audio 
and make it yours yeah. for your video, um, which is weird, but it works. <laughs> and like duetting people. Yeah. And it seems to be a great way for discovery too, is using yeah. those same sounds and kind of having people find you that way. Yeah. Not that so, I would know, but. <laughs> no, it definitely is. And like, I save all the audio I find that I'm like, oh, maybe I can use that for my work eventually. Um, yeah, just kind of stockpiling yeah. them all, seeing what you I have. I am. I am. <laughs> I can't wait to see those start popping up. Yeah. I'm like, for you, Paige. <laughs> I know. I'm convinced my TikTok thinks that I'm an artist because now after watching all of yours and Jerome's TikToks, it, it gives me a ton of art TikToks and I'm like, I don't actually do this, but it's fun to see. So <laughs> yeah, that's also a funny part of TikTok is, you know, the more videos you watch of something, the more you'll see of that subject. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful sometimes too. If you go too much into a hole of like, I don't know, cute cat videos, you're only going to see cats for like the next day. <laughs> you're not getting out for a while. Yeah. So uh, cat videos. Oh my uh, I mean, sometimes you gotta. <laughs> yeah. They're on every nook and cranny of the internet. You're not escaping. Yeah. No way. Um, <laughs> But sometimes I actively try, like, okay, I'm going to watch a bunch of art videos, and then I'll see a bunch of art videos on my feed, yeah. which is good. Which is, yeah, it's great to get that inspiration from fellow artists and see what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah. Well, what, out, of, out of your TikTok content, though, what, what do you think performs the best out of your whole feed? I'm just curious. Um, good question. I think when I show more, like, tutorials and how-to mm. kind of stuff, people seem to really enjoy that. Um, Why do you think? Just out of curiosity, because you do so much. I saw a TikTok where you had latte art. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, what I do on my breaks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I know what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I think for a lot of people, seeing artists make stuff, or mm -hmm. maybe not seeing the process, only seeing the final, they think it's like this mysterious magical thing that happens when really it's like no I do a and then b and then I end up with this like it's very matter of fact um mm -hmm. I mean there is I guess more magic than just that but <laughs> I think people realize like from watching these videos like oh this is exactly what they're doing to get this end product mm -hmm. um got it so I think people like that yeah. What's your mentality, by the way? So you've been doing the TikTok thing seriously now for, I'm assuming, two or three months. Is it three? Maybe it's It's like four. almost two months. Two months. Okay. And what's it like to, I just want, I want, I want to understand like the mental part of it. What's it like to go from 200 to like 50K in like less than two months? Like what, <laughs> what is that feeling like? That's crazy. It's crazy. Um. It's a little scary. Every time I open TikTok, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what's going to happen wow. over here? <laughs> um, when it first, I feel like now, like my, my following is a bit more steady and gradual. Um, mm -hmm. But in the beginning, I did have a couple videos that like, like, I think within a couple days, I had 20,000 followers, which was actually insane. And I could not mm -hmm. even keep up with the comments. Um, so that was very overwhelming. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's positive. Like it was very exciting to happen. Um, yeah, in general, I would say my mentality is like, this is cool. I don't really know mm -hmm. exactly what I did to make this work, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I'm glad it's working. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I like what you do on TikTok too. So for anyone that's kind of watching right now, instead of just listening in, I don't personally have a TikTok only because, you know, social media for me, just as my own personal thing, I'm trying to make sure I kind of keep it minimal. But you do this, you do the, the cool <laughs> typical influencer thing. It's so funny where you do this little boom for transition. Yeah. I was on a YouTube video once with, um, gosh, this, this kid. And apparently he was like famous. I had no idea. I just kept seeing him around everywhere I walked and made friends with the homies or his homies. And they asked me to be on a YouTube video where I was an undercover Uber driver. I drive a Prius. So, you know, I guess I was <laughs> the perfect too. candidate. Oh, wait, what color is yours? Tan. Oh, mine's black. That's cool. Wait, why tan? <laughs> I don't know. It was my dad's car. <laughs> I bought mm. it from him. <laughs> Sweet. It's pretty Yo. boring. No, Priuses are where it's at. You're such an artist. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I did Wait. put a bumper sticker on. It says honk if you're boring. Very important to note. Love that. Only you would do that. <laughs> That's like totally you. I'm honk. obsessed with that sticker. Do you do, do people ever like actually honk? I mean, yeah, because it's Boston. Um, you know, mm. I got honked at the other day from someone going down the wrong way on a one way, and they honked at me. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. I was like, Did you roll down and be like, "Hey, I'm a TikTok influencer. You better chill out." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a like. You should have your t a, a, your like TikTok info. On a bumper sticker. Oh, my God. On your Prius. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. What do I know? I'm not very aesthetically art-pleasing. I don't know anything. Oh, man. Wait. I totally forgot what we were talking about. Um, uh, oh. Uber driver. That's no, right. I so I was in this. Monique, you're on it. This is why you're one of the <laughs> most awesome artists that we know. So they put me in this video, and we pranked this kid. They had the whole. They had fake cops in a fake cop car. Long story short. At the end where they shot this part of the video where they kind of do the transitions, like this 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 influencer, famous person was just like, what's up, guys? Boom. And I was like, whoa, that's like actually a thing. And you kind of talk about that in your TikTok where the attention spans are so like mm -hmm. short that you have to be very like – how to explain it? You have to be very like not choppy, but it's almost like you have to be out there all the time. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. Um I mean, definitely within the first second or two, you need to do something to like really get people's attention, um, mm -hmm. which I try to do. So a lot of my the thing I do is like I just go like boop. <laughs> I bought people That's a cool. lot. Um, the first the video, the yeah, it's I got nicer now. I just do like the bop, but my first one, I just like did a full hand whack <laughs> and a lot so funny. of, actually that was crazy because, well, I had a lot of comments of people being like, why'd you hit me? Um, and then Whoa. I had someone duet, which like, if you don't know what that means, it's like, you can take a video next to my video and like mm. either do use the same audio or just like interact with my video. Um, so I had someone duet, and when I did the slap, he like knocked back, <laughs> which was that amazing. Is so good. Wow. It was so random. I don't know who this person is, but I loved it. He's a comedic genius. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was like trying to like talk to you through TikTok. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he was like, "I'm trying to, you know, get to know this Monique yeah. by falling back." 
I don't know. I don't know. It was great. Um, but yeah, transitions. I love them. I feel like I keep finding new ones on TikTok, um, mm-hmm. which maybe I'll try to use in my work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's helpful just doing like simple, I think with showing process work, you can mm-hmm. like for artists, it's very easy to, you know, like you have your painting and then like go up close mm-hmm. to your painting and then mm-hmm. take another, take a paintbrush or something and then like hold it up and then come back. Oh, that's awesome. And that mm-hmm. can make a transition. That's kind of cool. So creative. Um, yeah. I feel like there's so much, so much thought that goes behind it and so much creativity. Like yeah. I would never come up with that myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm just grabbing all the crap in my studio and just like, yeah, I'll throw this at the camera now. Um, yeah. But so yeah, that seems to help on TikTok for yeah. sure. And I think that's one of the fun parts about TikTok is that because it is such a new platform and it's still kind of taking shape and finding what it is, mm-hmm. there's always something new to kind of play with or to incorporate into your content. And I think that is so awesome because it keeps it from getting boring and repetitive, you know? Yeah, definitely. You're able to play around a ton. Um, and then have you found any like crazy, I know that it makes it easier when you know you have all this fun stuff to play with and all the sounds to um, mess around with and transitions and everything, but what are some challenges that you've found with being on TikTok and creating content on there that maybe you know people wouldn't think of? Yeah, um, I mean, one of the biggest challenges is it can so easily be time consuming mm-hmm. um, just with recording and making your own content. And then if you go on the homepage, that's like easily a half hour, if not hours of your life gone. Oh yeah, I always get those notifications that are like, stop, you've been scrolling for too long. And then yes. I just scroll past and continue going. That's a thing? It oh, happened yeah. to that's me really once. A thing? It happened to me once and I was like, oh no. Yeah, it's bad. Wow. It'll, yeah, it's like a commercial, but it'll just literally tell you, you've been scrolling for a couple, uh, an hour or something like yeah. that. And you're like, uh-oh. And you don't realize it. You think it's been like 10 minutes. It's yeah, bad. 100%. It's so horrible. Yeah. So I would say just like being aware of my time when I'm on the app mm. is very important. Um, and then also a, a new thing with, I think just having TikTok and then also growing this following so quickly that is different from like my Instagram close knit community mm. is, I mean, I get so many random comments yeah. People, so I feel like a bit more exposed on TikTok to random, mm-hmm. not always positive comments. Yeah. Whereas Instagram right. is safer. That yeah. makes sense. Because I feel like also TikTok tends to, because the algorithm is so specific. And since you kind of use the For You page instead of the following page, or a mm-hmm. lot of people use the For You page to view content, um, which if you don't know, those aren't necessarily people that you follow. It's just people that TikTok thinks you might be interested in, and that tends to be kind of where people see their content. Mm-hmm. You do get mm-hmm. kind of more of those random viewers that you don't know if they're going to like you or you don't know what their thoughts are on on you. Whereas Instagram, usually, you know, you're scrolling through your followers and like who you're following and just seeing their content that you kind of signed up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super interesting, though. I'd never I love, thought about that. <laughs> first of all, I also just want to con. con- commend you Monique because TikTok is like the wild west when it comes to social media we've seen a lot of apps social apps come and they're like oh shoot this is the thing and then just go down yeah. right the drain yeah and 
I believe what's so cool about you, and I, you know, I just want to encourage a lot of the artists or even the, anyone who's creative in the, that's listening in right now that sometimes people are too afraid to hop into anything um, because it's like, oh, that might just be like, so for example, for TikTok, oh, that's just a bunch of people dancing around, a bunch of teens, you know, lip syncing to Drake and doing something visually interesting. <laughs> and you would never think there's a place for an artist to do content on TikTok. Like, why would I do that? That sounds like a waste of, but you did it. Um, and I love that because I feel like sometimes people can get in the habit of just like not doing, like thinking about it, but then just paralyze themselves, not yeah. doing anything. Um, because you know what? You went for it and it actually worked out for you. Uh, and at least you can, you know, have that like confidence knowing that at least I tried it. And if it didn't work out, great. Uh, change the lane, change your lane. Like at least yeah. you didn't like pull up on the stop. You just, you made it happen. And and it turned out to pay dividends for you because, yes, on the agent side, we did get inquiries, people discovering you on TikTok for your art. Um, and that's the funny thing is you're not actually showing off your art. You're actually showing the process of it. Mm, yeah. And people are like, I love this. And they've, they've hit you up. So I just wanted to real quick say, like, for you, good job. Keep doing it. <laughs> and also, like, for the people listening in, Monique's an amazing example for someone who is literally uh, going out there and, and doing it. Um, and there's no fear attached to it. Like, it's great. And you're actually so funny on TikTok. Like, <laughs> I enjoy watching it on the browser because I don't want to download the app on my phone. So um, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Good for you. Keep doing it. And I want to encourage the artists, y'all, if there's something, try it out, um, whether it's TikTok or not. Um, I was talking to uh, one of the execs over at TikTok, and he does all the, he does all the talent. And he was telling me, because I know a lot of artists out here are probably thinking like, oh, maybe I should do TikTok, maybe not. I got inspired by Monique all of a sudden because I went to this crash course, <laughs> but I'm still on the edge. But y'all, the algorithm prioritizes niche content right now because TikTok is trying to expand their ecosystem. So if you're listening right now, this is really key info. You want to get on TikTok and you want to show your process. The insight that Monique shared was super, super key. Um, there's a lot more, I'm sure. And I'm Monique, I'm going to ask you what else that you, you do on TikTok. But um, yes, there's a bunch of funny memes and things like that. But if you're an artist out there, I'm telling you, get on TikTok because uh, like on the, on the agency representation side, we got inquiries for her, like literally. And then I even, she even gave a little shout out to coach and I hit up our coach contact. Hey, did you know? And guess what? There was a couple of in inquiries that came from coach. I think one of those became a project. So mm -hmm. get on it. I think it's dope. Monique question for you. Um, because I kind of mentioned the whole TikTok thing, were there any misconceptions that you had about TikTok initially and how did you go about kind of squashing it and going for it? Oh yeah. Um, I think, well, number one, thinking that the app is, you know, just for the kids <laughs> or like mm -hmm. younger generation. Um, mm -hmm. some of my favorite Gen Zers. Yeah. Gen Zers. Um, some of my favorite creators are older than me. Um, mm. so it, it really doesn't matter what age you are. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Um, Oh yeah, and then it just not being all memes. I definitely mm -hmm. thought that at first. Um, mm -hmm. My first like kind of interaction with TikTok was through my sister, who's three years younger, and we were both home, and she was just like scrolling through, and I thought it was the most mm -hmm. annoying thing because <laughs> I she was just next to me, I wasn't watching the videos, and I was like, does yeah. it have to be on like the audio on stuff? But it's so annoying. Um, 
so yeah, my first interaction was more like, what is this app? Like, why is everyone obsessed with it? It's just a bunch of memes. Um, but since being on there and like the kind of work I put out as well, like there is educational mm -hmm. content out there. I definitely learn stuff mm -hmm. on there. Um, yeah. I am not necessarily trying to learn. It's not the best if you're like trying to learn something, you <laughs> right. know, you can't, I mean, you can kind of look up a specific topic, but you know, it's not like YouTube or something. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, I do learn on the app. It's not just giggles. <laughs> yeah. Dope. I love that. Andrea, do you have anything to add before we Yeah, I mean, up? that was the same. I think it's so funny because I think that's everyone from like my age and up. That's always the first interaction with TikTok. I used to dance competitively when I was younger. And so I would be in the car driving my dance friends um, to classes and stuff. And they would be on TikTok just scrolling. And I would just hear like one second of a sound and then they'd be on to the next one. And it was just the most annoying thing. But I think that one of the main things that I've found with TikTok is that you kind of just have to dive into it and take the first day or two and just, just say, okay, you know, I want to try it out and I want to see what's out there. And then it learns super fast and it really, it doesn't take long for it to kind of figure out what you like. And then from there, it's just incredible communities of, yeah, just awesome people. And you can learn so much from them. Um, I know I like, I hate cooking personally, but I've learned so much cooking, so many recipes and so many cooking tips just from TikTok. So I think that yeah, the key thing is it. there is a lot of misconceptions about it and there's a lot of things that people kind of think about it and stereotypes about the platform. But I think once you get on there, you realize pretty quickly that, you know, you can find anything on there. There's something for everyone, which is awesome. But then from the creator standpoint, which is, you know, where your expertise lie, Monique, um, mm -hmm. is there any particular advice that you would give to any artist looking to start on TikTok to kind of promote their work? Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing is to just put content out there and start somewhere and see what works, yeah. see what doesn't, try different videos. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm still exploring the kinds of videos I want to be posting. Um, and you know what? If it tanks, you just delete it later. Like, it's <laughs> fine. I've deleted plenty of videos that I decided I didn't Let's like. <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, I know like hitting the post button can be scary. So just like, you know, always delete it. Like it's not the end of the world. I love that mentality, by the way. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Just, it's fine. Just do it. <laughs> um, what else? Oh yeah. I think other tips, like being really clear about what you want to communicate in a video. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some of my first videos were maybe a little bit too long, and mm. I was trying to put too much content into one video when really it should be broken up into multiple videos. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, because you could do like part one, part two, if you want to have to, to continue the train of thought. Um, yeah. And that way it's more digestible and people are more open to that, I think, than mm -hmm. one long video. And by long, I mean one minute, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which so is insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Just just do it. Just give it a go. And yeah, it is the yeah. Wild West right now. I feel like, because I post, I guess I post different content on Instagram, but Instagram feels so saturated with artists mm -hmm. and it's yeah. very visual that, yeah, it just feels saturated. Whereas posting on TikTok, 
it just it feels new even if it's yeah. not new mm. it's not new to like the con the yeah, the content is not new to me like it's what i do every day but <laughs> it feels fresh on tiktok yeah definitely and i think yeah i think the biggest thing for anyone looking to start on tiktok is just to start and yeah. get over mm. that initial mental leap of the intimidation and the oh my gosh what if nobody likes it because like you said you can always just delete it it can yeah. always just be gone <laughs> just like that gone fine but yeah that's great advice um oh, i have one yeah. more thing also Ooh. like uh um figuring out what or how to use the app like i mm-hmm. i watched oh. a bunch of <laughs> i'm trying to use my words i watched a bunch of youtube videos um, when I decided to get serious about TikTok, about how to edit and record mm. in the app. Um, wow. Because my first few videos, I kind of stumbled with that. And I was getting frustrated because I didn't know how to do the type of editing and video that I wanted. Yeah. Um, so just do it. Watching a couple quick videos on YouTube will give you less of a headache <laughs> and probably make it easier for you to actually put the video out there. Yeah, that's actually a great tip. I personally, anytime that I try to make my own TikTok, it goes horribly wrong because I can't figure out how to mouth the words right or how to edit anything yeah. or add text. And it is, it can be it's frustrating. Kind of difficult. Yeah. Oh my God. Edit, putting the text in a video is kind of a nightmare. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually gave up because I was like, this is, this is just that's really tough. <laughs> that's the most time consuming part. If I end up, if yeah. I decide to put text in a video and like, you know, you can time it in, to be certain increments, mm-hmm. like that is a nightmare. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But hopefully they make it a little more intuitive or we all just learn. Yeah, the YouTube yeah. videos is also a great idea because I I would have never thought to search on YouTube for TikTok tips, but they're out there. A great idea. They're out and, there. And There's a YouTube ready. video for everything. There really is. Yeah. That's a that's good advice too. I didn't I've never thought of that. I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it um, helped a lot. We we should get into Q and A. Yes. But I think I didn't know Andrea was a competitive dancer. You might have mentioned it and I forgot. I'm so sorry. No, if you're I fine. Forgot. <laughs> I owe you a coffee for that. But I would love you all should Andrea and Monique. Y'all should do like a TikTok duet. Oh my one gosh! Day. Yes. Your your closer and closer marketing team and Monique. <laughs> That's the one thing I haven't seen from Monique yet. I'll be your backup dancer in your TikToks. <laughs> oh my I'll God. come out to Boston. <laughs> that would be amazing. We'll be like Sia and Maddie Ziegler, if yes. you guys have seen that duo. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so to hop into the Q&A section, we have a ton of amazing questions. So I want to try to so get through. So many questions. Yeah, as many as we can. So good. So, but to start off, how do you balance showing your environment and yourself and your work in your TikToks? Because like they said, um, as an artist, it can be easy to kind of get in the rut of just showing your hand and then revealing the work. But how do you kind of find that balance of showcasing every part of you? That's a good question. I do try to vary it, um, like especially if I know I'm doing a, a video where it's just my face, then the next video I'll probably try to show a screen or mm. like a mm. physical object. Um, gotcha. I guess, yeah, I mean, I just try to vary it. Um, I don't think I have a specific reasoning for it. I don't like my face, like a bunch (laughs) of my pictures of my face in a row. So that is my like encouragement to, (laughs) to do (laughs) to show other stuff. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of to go along with that, do you plan out your videos in advance 
And do you use any social media planning tools to do that? Or do you kind of just, you know, when you get an idea, you go ahead and you make it and post it? Yeah. um, So I do a combo. Um, So sometimes I'll post, I have an idea and I'll just post it like right away, um, Mm -hmm. which is honestly the easiest. But sometimes, um, so in TikTok, you can keep drafts, which Mm -hmm. is really great. Um, I don't know how many you can keep. I haven't reached that number yet, but I feel like you could probably (laughs) keep a lot of drafts, which is great. Most likely. Um, So, which is also good. So sometimes I'll do a video, keep it in drafts, um, and then either post it later or when I watch it later, I decide like, no, I'm going to reshoot it. Um, but also it means you can shoot something over a long period of time and just keep adding to it. So like I did a mural recently and, um, I just kept taking different shots and like, eventually I'll post that draft. Um, (laughs) it's not, it's not up yet. (laughs) Not ready yet. Not ready yet. I can't wait to see it. I'll look out for that (laughs) one. We we have a sneak peek, everybody of, of that mural TikTok. We all know it's coming. You heard it here first. Yeah. Breaking news. (laughs) Um, and then a couple of people asked about this actually, but, um, have you been nervous at all to start putting time and work into TikTok with the mm. rumors that it might be going away? Ooh, and then yeah. what advice do you have with kind of overcoming those reservations or things that you can do to mitigate that? Um, I haven't been too nervous about it. Like if it happens, well, number one, I'm just going to be really mad for other reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, if it does go away, it's kind of like, that was cool. It's not my life. I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's how I kind of think about at, at least this social media. Also, if it happens and if I have any warning, I can definitely, like, tell my TikTok, go to my Instagram or, like, sign yeah. up to my newsletter. Like, there's lots of ways to reach me and yeah. keep up with my work. Um, you know, it's not just one basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that we even saw that with Vine, if anyone mm-hmm. remembers Vine or was on Vine back in the day, like they told them they were shutting down. I think they had, they didn't have that much notice, I don't think, but a lot of Vine stars ended up making super successful YouTube careers and they're still yeah. on a bunch of different platforms. So I think that, you know, just getting started and starting to grow that following is super helpful, especially because it's, it is not easy on TikTok, but because of the way the algorithm works, I feel like it's pretty easy to kind of get one that kind of hits, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's just starting. And then if it goes away, it goes away. And hopefully they'll follow you wherever you are. Yeah, I mean, if, they if know I, I exist. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's not just the platform. <laughs> they know your name, so they yeah. can find you. Yeah. One quick Google Y'all. search and you're there. If, if I could piggyback on what Monique said, you, you said something so key. Well, one, the first thing he said was like, well, if it's gone, it's gone. You know, uh, I like that you didn't put all your eggs in that basket, but you still did it anyway. And you didn't, you weren't paralyzed from mm-hmm. even starting on that. But you did it anyway. The second thing you also mentioned was converting your, fo- if, if it does, you still have an Instagram following, but something that a lot of artists and people miss, and you just said it was you can put the, you can encourage them to go into your email list. Yeah. See, not a lot of people know this, but when it comes to, uh, uh, brands or if you're a freelance artist that's listening in right now, 
y'all, if you have an email list, you own that email list. No one can take that away from you. Uh, if you're on Instagram right now, I'm encouraging you do something that can grab people to your newsletter. If you go on Monique's website, I love it. She has, I, I can't remember if you scroll all the way down, you can sub, you can literally go and sign up for her newsletter. So if you're out there right now, think about the email list. It's so powerful. Email is not dead. Um, everyone has an email address. That is not going to go away unless the <laughs> internet goes away. But let's not think about we that. We have other problems <laughs> if email goes away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hopefully that list. will not happen. No. Yeah. Okay. But email list. Yes. Key. Tristan's a big proponent of email lists. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. There. Yeah. And then um, another question that I think is interesting and that we maybe didn't touch on too much was, do you think that being on TikTok has helped you um, with getting published or licensed by big retailers? Mm, good question. Yeah. Um, I guess like getting my getting hired to do work. Is that mm -hmm. most of the question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it does help. Um, I mean, I have gotten a couple inquiries and hopefully I'll keep getting more from it. Um, I know art directors are on it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it does help. And I guess, yeah, it helps with the big companies and then also smaller things too, because I, I also just want to say that, um, from posting some of my process work, like the sales in my shop have gone up from TikTok. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so wow. like it is working. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Just in general. To hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that, that makes sense because maybe if you're not in the art world or you kind of don't know where to look for that kind of stuff, like prints or cool patches and stuff like that, yeah. it's really intimidating to just Google like patches for sale. You'll just get a ton of stuff. So yeah. just seeing you come up on the for you page and seeing the cool stuff that you make, I would definitely just click over and be like, oh, this is awesome. I'll just buy from her. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely been happening. It's been great. Awesome. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> and then this is a question that is not about TikTok, but that I thought was pretty interesting. And that I think um, I love picking people's brains about this. But how did you know that artist representation was the right path from you? Mm. For you. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just figured that our representation would help me with a couple things. One, getting bigger clients, mm -hmm. um, you know, having more connections that way. Uh, yeah. And then the second being helping with pricing and contracts because I do not mm. like doing those. <laughs> um, I don't like filling out any forms. Yes. Um, I actually, like, when I, uh, before I signed on with Closer and Closer, I did see that there was or before I was even approached, I saw that there was a form on Closer and Closer to fill out to potentially <laughs> be represented. And I started filling it out and I, I never finished. I didn't do it. Oh my God. <laughs> and then finally, too good. And then like, I was just super lucky and Closer and Closer reached out to me. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But at the beginning, I would say I maybe didn't have enough clients to really be considered like I feel very lucky that I was able to join I like I wasn't <laughs> filled with work um yeah yeah no that's awesome that's so that's such a funny story I love I love that yeah, I'm silly. the same way I've been trying to apply to apartments and I've been really struggling oh. to get myself to fill those out 
yeah. it's been like two days and we're still we're still not any further along than we were before <laughs> <laughs> yep i'll make like 10 tiktok videos before i fill out a form <laughs> exactly i'll spend three hours on tiktok before i fill out a form oh yeah no problem <laughs> And then um, just another question from the audience, but do you have any advice on how to keep coming up with TikTok content as an emerging artist who maybe doesn't have as many projects or clients and they just make art on their own? And then to go along with that, how frequently were you posting before you kind of started to see your followers grow? Yeah. Um, so with the content, I, yeah, obviously posting process shots of your work um, or maybe like how how you're doing it, why you're doing the art you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but then also maybe just inspiration. It doesn't always have to be like you doing something. You could be like, hey, I really like this. Yeah. Um, or I read this interesting book or article. Like, It doesn't always have to be like your stuff. That you can also sense. be like, I'm inspired by this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that could help change it up. And also, yeah, if... If you're a newer artist, maybe just taking someone else's audio, duetting, other creatives. Yeah. I think that's really fun. Um, I, I want to do more of that. Uh, oh, yeah. And then also with the amount of posting. So right now I'm doing about five a week because um, mm -hmm. I do have to keep up with a certain number while I'm part of the um, Creative Learning Fund. Gotcha. Um, which was a little bit tricky. Like I fell behind a bit. <laughs> yeah. Was that intimidating? I feel like if I heard, you know, especially since TikToks are so time consuming to create, if I yeah. heard, oh, you have to be posting five times a week, I would have been like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I didn't really think about that number and I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how I do everything. Yeah. Um, but then I did fall a little bit behind, but I was also painting a mural. So I was like, I, mm. I can only do so much in a day. And yeah. I had close and closer clients. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot. Um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Let the train go where it may. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just think, I think that it's just key to post as much as you can, as, as much as you have time for. Obviously, like, you don't have to make it a second job or no. constantly be on it. But, you know, I think consistency is always key with this stuff. Um because I, the more you're posting, eventually you'll get something that, that goes off. Yeah, and I would pay more attention. I would worry more about like the quality and content mm -hmm. in your video than how often you need to be posting. I feel like TikTok is a little bit different with Instagram and posting. Like Instagram, it's good to be consistent for the algorithm. Mm -hmm. um, but TikTok, it seems like, you know, I post a video and then a week later, it's still going. Like there's yeah. still momentum. Whereas Instagram, I post a post and it's like after a day or two, it's done. It's dead. Nothing. Yeah. And I've heard a rumor. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I've heard a rumor that um, keeping your content consistent and within the same kind of not box, but, you know, all of your content mm. is art and staying within that niche that you kind of start off on is helpful for the algorithm. Have you noticed um, that or noticed that, you know, if you try to make something a little bit different, that it doesn't perform as well or? Um, I haven't really noticed. I mean, I mostly just post art. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a couple, I would say, wildcard videos where it's more like showing my space and I'm not, I'm not trying to teach anything about art. Yeah. Um, and those still seemed to do fine because they're, they're more on like the funny side. <laughs> so I think, I think it's okay if it's funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> if it's showing off. Yeah. And yeah. That's the mess I live in. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Finding a place to to record these crash courses is always tough for me because of the mess that I live in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's as many questions as we're going to get to because obviously we want to be respectful of everyone's time. Um, but thank you, Monique. That was a ton of helpful insight. Yeah. Thanks, Monique. Thank you so much. This is very I'm fun. I'm definitely going to be hopping on to TikTok after this and trying to see what I can do. Hell Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Crash Courses podcast. We hope you got a lot out of this conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to receive the latest episodes. You won't want to miss some of the conversations we have coming up. They'll be full of powerful insight to help you reach your creative potential. To find out more about Closer and Closer, visit us at www.closerandcloser.co. Until next time, I'm Tristan Almario, signing off. <laughs>